Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets show on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Laquan Jones, presented by prizepicks.com. Make sure you guys check it out. Make sure you guys sign up using promo code MMN. You guys be set up for success. They're matching up to 100 bucks on your first deposit. It's free money. You basically put in 50, you get 50, you put in 100, you get 100. That's how it works. Let's make some money. Also, make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys leave a comment below on what you guys think about the show. We have a great show today, and I'm joined today by the lovely stepmom Lauren. How you guys, how you doing? Oh, I am. I'm so great. It's football and I don't recognize anything that's happened in the NFL. What, where, who, and why? I don't even know what is going on. Other than that, I'm great. How are you? The was crazy. I mean, it's off season. Everything was crazy. (laughs) It's just like, what, this is the most, like put everything into a blender, blend it all up, shove it all over the floor, stir it around (laughs) a little bit, put it back in the blender and then try to piece together what you thought the NFL was and then just completely erase everything in your mind and start over. Like so many changes, like it's hard to keep up with sometimes. It's just like, who's going where, what's what? And like, even with the draft, like who's trading up now? Like what is going on? Like what's happening? It was insane. It was fun, but it was, it was insane. I'm I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like day two definitely was a little crazy. I wasn't home for most of it, but just getting the notifications over and over, it was just nuts, but. Oh my God. But we have a great show today. We're going to talk about future NFL picks, you know, some juicy picks where we think we can make a lot of money. And then we're going to talk winners and losers. And then we're going to wrap it up with some rookie sleepers for redraft that have some day one impact that, you know, have some opportunity on the table. But let's get into these future picks. I want to start with you. I actually looked at yours a couple of times and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Yeah, and I was just talking about this player as well because I am taking the under on Jalen Waddle for his receiving yards, which are 1,050 and a hook. Um, I It's one of those things where you're like, ooh, but, but, but it's right at that line. However, they have the new addition of Tyreek Hill, which really hampers his target share uh, because it's to a tongue of I low not that I'm saying that he's a terrible quarterback. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't at me. Everything's fine, but he is not Patrick Mahomes. So there is a very serious issue. Not to mention that there are a lot of other mouths to feed in that offense as well. Yes. So because that line is so good, if, if we were looking at a vacuum, we're not, we have a lot of things that are coming into this new Miami dolphins team. So I'm going to take the under on this one. I don't like it because I think Jalen Waddle has so much potential, but in reality yeah. here, eh, I'm going to have to be, you know, real, reality, realistic, lots of real realsies going on here <laughs> under Jalen Waddle. I'm definitely with you on it. And I definitely agree with Tyree kill there. It makes a whole nother dynamic to yes. where like you look at this and I, ha- like I said, I had the double take. I'm like, Oh my God, this is like probably going to happen because mm-hmm. based on Tyree kill, he's shown through the years of like him being an all around, you know, short to mid and long range, obviously to be a good all around wide receiver. I mean, that the a dot has lowered his yards, you know, per catch has lo- lowered as well through the years. So I definitely think Tua will try to favor Tyreek Hill as a security blanket, that veteran that's there, but Jalen Waddle, man, I can see him hitting this under and we can, we can cash in Lauren. That's right. Money. <laughs> Love but it. I'm going to get to mine. Mine's is a little juicy too. A lot of people are going to, you know, drag me for this, but I got Javante uh, Williams for the under for 1100 and a hook of rushing yards. And I say this because of Melvin Gordon being there still being a very good running back. Like we saw them split it down the middle. And I definitely feel still, you know, Williams got a little bit of bump at the end because Melvin Gordon was hurt. So therefore that's why that yards almost hit a thousand, but you got Melvin Gordon. there, still a very good running back. What do you think about that, Lauren? 
this is so I, I full disclosure. Okay. I saw yours and I was like, oh, because I was just talking about this with somebody else today. Pour one out for Javante Williams. Because <laughs> why did you re-sign Melvin Gordon and break the hearts of fantasy managers around the world? Why? Yeah. Why, why, what? It was just absolutely heartbreaking. So I took that trend and I took that kind of idea. And that's really why Jalen Waddle stood out the most for me because it was like, Jalen Waddle, no, why? So it's just, it's no, it's, it's perfect. I wouldn't yeah. have thought of it. And I don't think the average casual fantasy player would remember, oh yeah, there's no, uh, there shouldn't have been Melvin Gordon, but now we do have Melvin Gordon. And that really yeah. is one of the closest 50-50 timeshares that you can have. And this especially stinks for Dynasty folks, of which I am not one, but I do know enough that Dynasty yeah. managers specifically <laughs> were very upset about this Melvin Gordon signing. Uh, and yeah, I, I can't agree with you more on this one. And I wish it weren't true because yeah. as I was throwing the hearts up, I love Javante Williams. I really want him to succeed in real football, but for fantasy purposes here, this is going to take the under for me. I'm 100% in agreement with you. We need to have a podcast though, where we talk more about the overs. Cause I feel like all of mine have been the unders. Yeah. And I'm like, no, their position sucks. Yeah. NFL, what are you doing? But like, that's where we're at now. It's weird. That's really where we're at. Like the NFL is crazy right now. And like yeah. moves like this, they really affect, you know, that player. And like, oh. man, it, it broke a lot of fantasy managers' hearts. But, you know, just one more year, one more year, we just got to wait. You know, Melvin Gordon might not be there next year, but we might end up right back in the same situation we're in now. So, no promises people but definitely the under we're going to smash here I mean Jalen Waddle William uh, Javante Williams for taking the under here and I feel like we can cash in big on this so go ahead promo code MMN go get that money double it up let's make some cash now we're going to move on to the NFL draft winners and losers and I chuckle a little bit with yours but we're going to get to yours in a little bit with the losers (laughs) but let's start off with some of the winners I mean I literally was like looking at this draft day one and two. I'm like, man, a lot of crazy moves, but some guys that snuck through as a winner that we were like really worried about going into the draft. But my mm-hmm. first winner here is Saquon Barkley. The Giants killed the draft. They were like one of the top three teams that had such a great draft in their selections. But I was really worried about them taking a top prospect running back with, you know, Saquon Barkley's, you know, nasty injury history. So them not taking a running back was great for Saquon Barkley. And I definitely feel as though his bounce back season is upon us. It's going to happen. He just had unlucky, you know, injury, you know, last season. But we're looking at a bounce back season with Saquon Barkley for full workload. And I definitely feel as though he came out as a winner just because the Giants didn't invest in him. And he's on a contract here. He wants to cash in. I don't know what a Saquon Barkley contract looks like, but I really think he's going to be there for a long time. Oh, I love it. And I absolutely love this because I think he probably is the winner when it comes to what the Giants did in the draft. Because just like you said, the accidents, shall we call them, not like Tanya Harding style accidents, like, you know, to Nancy Kerrigan, but like, it's almost like the universe was trying to do that. Who rolls their ankle and then turns it into like the size of a basketball? Like there was something weird in the atmosphere going on for poor Saquon Barkley. And it's not like this is an injury history of a lingering problem, like a hamstring or Mm -hmm. a quad Christian McCaffrey. Anyway, I digress. Leave him alone. (laughs) I know. Fool me once, you know, he'll he'll be fooling me thrice and thrice and whatever the words are. I don't even care because you got to take them. I don't even care. Whatever. But Saquon Barkley, I think, just like you said, is going to have an excellent year based on the moves that they're making, not just the Giants organization, but he himself, he has a chip on his shoulder. He is so tired of having that moniker, that 
that scarlet letter on his chest, if you will, of like, oh, he's injury prone. Like, I mean, who falls upstairs? Saquon Barkley probably could, and it's not his fault, okay? It's fate. So I have a feeling that this is going to be his year. 100% agree. I think he is one of the biggest winners coming out of the draft for sure, especially with a beefed up offensive line. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And Daniel Jones, who still sucks too, by the way. So (laughs) You just had to throw that in there. (laughs) Had to. (laughs) Sorry, Giants fans. Let's get into your winner. I definitely think this team was like one of the top five teams that actually hit nail on the head with their drafts oh mine had absolutely nothing to do with who they actually drafted at all their move that made them win from the draft was what they did outside of the draft which was to get aj brown like (laughs) i i let me just let me just give y'all a little quick little anecdote here so i'm on my back porch i'm watching the draft someone asked a question he doesn't really know a ton about football but he's an eagles fan he's like who's this aj brown guy and i'm like um only one of the best. And I just kind of like went off and I was like, by the way, why? He's like, oh, he's just with the Eagles. And I'm like, I, I, I could have thrown things. Yeah. I blacked out. I don't know what happened. So I had this moment of like, oh my God, this sucks for fantasy for a mm-hmm. lot of reasons, but this is amazing for the Eagles. This yes. is incredible for the Eagles with a banged up um, Devonta Smith. Is it Devontae or Devonta? I can never get that one right. Devontae, we'll go with that one. We'll go with Devontae <laughs> Smith. So banged up Smith, we'll just leave it at that. Um, mediocre to poor run game with, you know, Miles Sanders and whatever they're doing, running back by committee. Okay, but this is now the chance for Jalen Hurts. So this skyrockets Jalen Hurts. But in yep. my opinion, this really hurts A.J. Brown. But I still think that the Eagles as a team for real football – we're the winners in this fantasy wise, this throws Jalen hurts into a new tier. And if he doesn't get it done now, kind of similar to Tua Tunga Vailoa that we've talked yes. about before, if they don't get it done this year, you're out and it's going to be start over. Yeah. I, I definitely think, you know, the piggyback off of that, my other winner was Jalen hurts. And I definitely think the addition of AJ Brown puts him in a whole dynamic. Like you have to go downfield. Now you have to be able mm-hmm. to get the job done. And I definitely think with this duo at wide receiver, there's really no excuses. I mean, they signed, you know, Carson Strong at the end of the draft. Was, you know, they wanted to get a quarterback eventually, but they got him for cheap, basically. So they're bringing him in for competition. I'm really not too worried about him, but I still yeah, feel as though Jalen Hurts is a top five lock. I mean, he finished QB six last season. I mean, now you give him AJ Brown. If he doesn't finish inside the top five, I don't know what's going to, you know, going to have to get the job done. So he's I a winner. Agree. He's a winner. I agree. Sneaky pickup in redraft leagues as well. He's going to fall in the drafts because of all the flashier names that are going to be going a little bit mm-hmm. ahead of Jalen Hurts. But also don't forget, there's Dallas Goddard, who's still a freak phenom at the tight end position. Um, lots of mouths to feed, which kind of stinks for them, except for Dallas Goddard. Yeah. But this is excellent for Jalen Hurts, who also has excellent legs. I said excellent like four times, but it's just super <laughs> excellent all around. <laughs> Great. But let's get into some of these losers. I'm going to start off with one of my guys. I feel as though I was praying that he was going to come out as a winner. I was praying that he'll get the chance. The Bills started trusting him as a running back. The last six games, he finished RB6. <sighs> Devin Singletary is one of the biggest losers out of the draft. Never fall obviously. for a Bills running back. Never. Don't do it. Don't do it, Laquan. I know oh, I we've him. talked about this before. I know we did, we've actually. talked about this before, and I know you like Devin Singletary, and I was I was pounding the table shake wailing gnashing of teeth and i told you don't ever trust a bills running back it looked like they were trusting him (laughs) it looked like they were going to give him a shot (laughs) 
it's so unfortunate that they got James Cook and, you know, he's coming in as like the PPR guy, like his route running, mm-hmm. his catching ability. He has that home running building and open space. He's very shifty. I definitely love everything about, you know, what he put on tape. So he comes in, he's coming in big, he's coming in as a playmaker. And I can't wait to see this offense, you know, with Josh Allen dumping it off to him or whatever the case may be lining him up in a slot. He can play out wide as well, which is great too. So man, you know, Devin Singletary, he had his run, the last six games but yeah it came to a halt. Hmm. 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 that's all i'll say about that <laughs> well let's get to yours that made me chuckle a little bit hmm. let's get to your losers yeah so my losers from the draft are um all of the fantasy managers that think that they ever ever had any confidence in wide receivers for the 2022 season just tear <laughs> it all up unless your name is cooper cup congratulations yeah. <laughs> but other than that, tear it up, throw it away, burn it. Uh, I, I don't know. Pray to heathen gods. I have no idea. But we have no friggin' clue what is going on with the wide receivers. I can speak. Nope. I promise. What is going on with the wide receivers? Lots of W's there. After Cooper Cup, we just don't like. It's it's a, oh, it's no. a hot mess. Everything yeah. is a mess because like you could move different. in or out. You can move things up or down when it comes to these rankings, but. What? No, there's, oh, there's so many questions. There's so many problems here. The silver lining I will give to all of my fantasy folks out there is that this is actually a good thing because a lot of these wide receivers are likely going to be falling in the draft, which means mm-hmm. do not let your running backs, which their tier just drops into the abyss into like yeah. Dante's Inferno. I called it Hades earlier today. <laughs> It'll drop way down there. So you can wait on your wide receivers because there should be a healthy dose of very decent names that are in there and then you can worry about your running backs a little bit earlier but this is very difficult for fantasy analysts who have to try to rank these players and then give some kind of judge of would do i pick this guy do i pick that guy i don't know put a put their name on a dartboard close your eyes and throw i mean that's that's Really. really what we have going there's so many new dynamics new situations new coaching changes new schemes all of these different things are just mind-blowing and i think the one that hurt me the most when it comes to fantasy impacts across the board was Devontae adams move to the raiders that is devastating for a lot of reasons but that is neither here nor there my main loser out of the draft are fantasy managers who had any you know (laughs) inkling that they knew what was going on because you don't you don't no you, you really don't and it gets messy like once after you get past cooper cup because you're like i can put this guy there but they haven't yeah justin jefferson jamar chase okay next mix them all else? up in the blender <laughs> and, <laughs> Bring and, the and literally even with that debate with justin jefferson and chase it can literally go either way you're oh, just either way like oh my god but either at least you know Devontae Adams is in his own tiny little world. Like, okay, yeah, you could finish as a wide receiver one. If Derek Carr suddenly turns into Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) What? No, this, oh, it's, I'm, I'm getting, I'm sweating right now. That's how upset I am with this whole situation. Fingers crossed for those guys off, off in Vegas and hopefully things. And then what do we do with DeAndre Hopkins? What do people do with Rondale Moore? What are you going to, what, what's that whole situation going to look like? Rondale Moore AJ Green just, suddenly looks impressive. He's like 87 and yeah. we're like, oh, he's viable now. Like, oh, what's happening? Rondale Moore really quick. We'll touch on him really quick. He's basically Andy is, Isabella. Like just leave it at that. We're just not going to talk about Rondale Moore as a threat. <laughs> we're just as a not guy. Talk about it. We're just not going to talk about him because he's not going to be that relevant because Cliff Kingsbury can't utilize him correctly. I mean, that's just what it is. So I'm not really a big fan of Rondell Moore, but 
As long as yeah, we agree never to talk about Bill's running backs again, I'm in. Oh my God. I do love Cook, though. Kill me for that. <laughs> I do love Cook, though, so I will quickly go back on this statement <laughs> in yeah. like two weeks. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, yeah, let me get to my last loser. This was such a surprise on the day two draft. Brees Hall to the Jets just had everybody in shambles. And Michael Carter was probably one of the biggest losers at their draft day because it was just like, wait, the Jets did what? And the Jets are already killing the draft before this pick. They're already hitting on every area that they need. And then they add Brees Hall to that. Yeah, they won the draft. They won the draft and Michael Carter became the biggest loser. And I agree with you there. I was heavily drinking when um, I heard this news. So when I woke up the next day and I was like, did that really happen? And I did have to go and look because I'm like, who like, who made a deal with the devil to do this well in the dress? <laughs> What's happening right now? I, I don't know. They really oh, killed it. And I was really, really surprised did. about the pick. They did. And like the pick was I just give it up so to Robert Sala too. I, I yes. really want to see what they're going to do, not just for our fantasy pieces that we're concerned about here. Cause I do yeah. like Zach Wilson as well. I think he should take a pretty significant step forward. Not anything where I'm telling you like, go out and draft him because he's amazing, but just keep your eye on him, especially in, in a, in dynasty. Um, yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see. It really is. To see is the going to be exciting. Do something. I'm excited. I'm excited as the well. The entire division is going to be something to watch for because it can just flip and, it, and it's crazy. And I definitely think Zach Wilson is another guy who should be stepping forward. He really doesn't have that many excuses. And I really like how he finished the season. Yes. But the way he started was a little, a little shaky. But there's I mean, a lot you of. You try being Abercrombie happen. model uh, quarterback for the Jets, like in that disaster <laughs> of a new season with the new head coach. I mean, I yeah. am so sorry, Zach, but yeah. you are adorable. So fingers crossed, you know, these guys get it together. And sorry for Michael Carter, believers, truthers, but I think it's over. You know what I mean? I kind of think the writing was on the wall once it you're sucks. splitting time with ty johnson tevin coleman like him and ty johnson have the same amount of targets so you're splitting carries and you're splitting targets out of the backfield i think the writer was on the wall that he wasn't the guy so it's like i'm surprised about this pick but then i'm not you know what i mean yeah yeah it makes sense it makes sense and it is devastating because i know a lot of michael carter truthers i might be one of them I have one share, but we're we're good to go. (laughs) (laughs) So let's jump into our last segment where we're going to be talking about rookie sleepers. I'll probably take this head on. Just want to get your input on what you think about these situations as well. But this is redraft. I want to say happy redraft season. It's officially redraft season. So everything we'll be talking about is redraft. So yeah, you know, it's redraft season when I'm here. Like, cause I don't do you (laughs) dynasty people are weirdos. I love you, but you're weirdos. (laughs) You're hilarious. Aren't you so happy to have me back? Yes. <laughs> Double Rookies, trouble, continue. <laughs> let's get to these rookies. So the first rookie I want to highlight right now, it may seem like I'm acting like a homer, but Kyron Williams, man, going to the LA Rams, a running back, a prospect that was really not that much talked about. And he's an all-around back. He's good in pass protection. He has that home run ability. He's definitely shifty. And he has the mindset that that first guy he sees, they're going to eat dirt. And I love that. I love that mindset from him. And he seems like a, just a Sean McVay guy that's really smart with football. He knows what he's doing. He has that passion and love. So he's definitely a Sean McVay guy. And I really think he can get into rotation between Hendo and Akers, being that they have nasty injury histories. I mean, every time we see Henderson take the full workload, he ends up hurt. 
he ends up on IR. And Akers is coming back from a serious injury. The Achilles is nothing to really joke about. It was amazing for him to come back so fast. But when you look at that playoff run, he really didn't have that many opportunities. He really didn't have that great of a yards per carry. It was actually terrible, you know what I mean? But I really feel as though, you know, with these guys having that injury history, Kyron Williams can step in to have a day one impact. You know, it might not be week one, two, three, or four, but he can come in and make some noise to be as in rotation for this one-two punch that, you know, Sean McVay is desperately trying to get. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Um, the, The only thing that I'm going to say is what I'll say to every single rookie on this is that he is going to be meaningless for redraft. Yes, Last pick. fabulous handcuff. Last pick. Handcuff, excuse me. <laughs> Listen, all these guys will be your last pick, or another guy yes. I want to talk about. He could be eventually, you know, one of the mid to late round guys. But my next guy I'm going to talk about is David Bell. Cleveland Browns desperately need help at wide receiver. I mean, Amari Cooper's there, and then you got Donovan Peoples Jones with a question mark. Is he really the wide receiver too? But David Bell steps into the role that can possibly be a supporting role, especially when you have an elite quarterback like Watson, but we still don't know how many games he's going to play. But still, something like having Watson as your quarterback to develop you as a NFL wide receiver, that's definitely a leg up on a lot of different guys. I mean, you can have Zach Wilson. You can have, you know, quarterbacks like Marcus Mariota at this point trying to develop you. But I definitely feel as though David Bell steps into a role where he's a great guy to make, you know, good catches, clutch catches. He's a reliable receiver. He's not a speedster, not a big body wide receiver. He's just one of those guys that can get the job done when you need him. And you can always rely on guys like that. Sure. Not in redraft. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, you can look, this next guy, I definitely. I do have a rookie though, that I like that I'm actually going to draft and I'm going to go, I'm going to break all of my principles of life when it comes to this one, dude. Go ahead. We'll get them in a second. I'm really curious who you're going to say. I think we'll probably think about the same person. (laughs) But Tyler Algier, Atlanta Falcons already cut Mike Davis. So he's stepping into a role where the door's wide open for him to have this top job, to have this RB1 job. So he's one of those guys that's going to those later rounds where he could possibly be, you know, a day one starter, a day one guy, a day one impact. So redraft, we're honestly talking about in those later rounds we're talking in rounds later 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 these are your rb4s and rb5s at this point and i definitely feel as though you can get a steal here if everything works out and shapes out right for him to be the starting running back so i definitely like him yeah i i do agree with you there on that one mine is uh i have i have a rule and i had a rule for a long time until mm-hmm. Amon ross st brown came around and broke my life when it comes ah. to never ever ever have a detroit wide receiver on your team don't they go to detroit <laughs> to die but unfortunately i was proven wrong so I love Jamison Williams. Now, if you have a very deep bench, sure, you can grab him in your last round of your drafts if you want to. He is Mm -hmm. most likely going to be a waiver wire pickup. We need to keep an eye on his health, so I think a lot of people are going to be overlooking him anyway, but I'm very excited to see what he brings to the table in Detroit. He is the one rookie that I am very excited about is Williams. Yeah, he can come in and make some noise. And to be fair with Amon St. Brown on your take, on your rule, he didn't get popping until guys that were actually meaningful got hurt. And then, yeah, you want to know why? Jared Goff. There you go. The end. <laughs> there you go. The end. So, when you force <laughs> fed, like, I'm not going to take away any of Monra 
you know, talent. He's I a great, him. you know, wide receiver. He, he's a very talented wide receiver. But when you force feed a talented wide receiver, you're likely to get these results. You know what I mean? If you're constantly playing from behind as well. So you're constantly going to keep throwing him the ball. So I feel as though I need to see him do this with Swift on the field, with TJ Hawk mm. on the field. And hey, mm. Jameson Williams, Williams on the field as well. So I need to see all these. And DJ Chark is there as well. Like, how can we forget about him? Oh, I'm going to bring that up in several weeks. He is one of yeah. my huge sleepers when it comes yes. to this. So if Jared Goff can make Cooper Cup and Robert Woods a thing yeah. from when he was with the Rams, he sure mm-hmm. as heck can do something with DJ Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams. And you want to know what this means, everybody? It means TJ Hawkinson is finally not going to be the focus of every single defense's attention. So this is yep. awesome for TJ Opens everything up. This is great. This is awesome. I, I love these rookies. I definitely think, you know, these guys you should, should definitely have on your radar. I definitely love them, Lauren. I'm, we're going to come back and we're going to be talking about at least two out of the three guys I mentioned. I, I guarantee it. Oh, I'm but, sure we will. I just have no faith. I'm very bitter. I am. I just, I'm just like, ew, no, I don't know you. No. Yeah. You're not in my spot. I haven't seen you play yet. So no. <laughs> I Get don't out like of it. Here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but this has been a great show. I mean, we flew through this and I love always working with you, Lauren. This has been great. I mean, welcome back. <laughs> I have missed y'all. And actually, uh, just so everybody out there knows, Laquan is actually like, why did I sign up for this? Like working with Lauren? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> we always no, have so it. much fun on this show. That's why it's so always. Great. Yeah, so I want to thank you guys for watching. Please make sure you guys like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mayo Media Network, and make sure you guys check out prizepicks.com. Sign up today, promo code MMN, and you guys will be set up for success. Like I said, they're matching up to 100 bucks on your first deposit. You put in 50, you get 50, you put in 100, you get 100. It's free money. Why miss out on the opportunity? And we'll see you guys again for another great episode. Peace.